Welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. And we're off. And Daddy's little helpers rounding the first turn. First turn. And no, from behind, you've got Nips on Mississippi. It's really hard to it's hard to come up with creative like long winded horse names. I I just was that Nips on Mississippi. It was Nips on Mississippi. Was what I said for some reason. Miss Nips on Mississippi. Miss Nips on Mississippi. Yeah, Daddy's little helper is something. No, Santa's little helper is the dog from The Simpsons. Daddy's little helper is Viagra. Hey. Pew, 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 pew. Hi everyone! <laughs> Welcome to another chaotic intro episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Griffin, and I'm Zach, and um, welcome back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Our intro bits are always fifty-fifty: pride or shame. Yes. This one, I think, is shame. Oh, one hundred percent fell down the the down the shame spiral, mm-hmm. but. Time to recover. Yeah. Hey there, let's make a show. Zach, can we spend a little bit of time in this intro just kind of like having a chat? Sure. Because like, I feel like I haven't like just seen you in a while. We don't talk anymore. Ah. Yeah, no, we, hey, we're, li- we're living busy lives. We're living busy lives. My weekends are not your weekends. I Yeah, that's a bummer, bro. <laughs> it doesn't bother me too much. Like, I I have, like, so today is my Friday. Yeah. We're, we're recording on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, Today is, so, like, I have the next two days off. And, like, I have a fun day planned tomorrow. And it's kind of nice, like, I can get errands done, you know, when businesses aren't normally open on the weekends. I can yeah. do it on Monday and Tuesday, which is nice. But it's, it, is, it-, it is weird. But, yeah, I've got a fun day planned. Well, that's nice. How how are you? How's that crop? I'm doing all right. I uh, I had an interview to be a carpenter at a Tony Award winning original theater. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, that's so that was a big thing. Yeah, that happened on Friday. Cool. And, um, just waiting to hear about that. Hell yeah. So, just yeah, long as, it, as long it, as you like you you gave them like your conflict of your like availability stuff with the shop, right? Like. Oh yeah, no. They they know that um, this is obviously my first priority. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah the, the Tony Award winning theater gig that's a side hustle. That's yeah, that that's a side biz. Yeah, that doesn't Definitely. stand up to the the luster of a multiversal business. The luster, the renown, and the ducats. <laughs> <laughs> and fortunately, with our teleportation nexus, the commute from Bering fuck. Bjering bro? Bjering bro is very calm. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. It's a, a, a breezy, what, 35 seconds maybe? Yeah, like, like, and that's with traffic. Yeah. That's with chronal traffic. Yeah, no, I, I hear they're trying to put tolls, though. 
they're gonna do they're gonna hit us with those time tolls. Yeah, well it's like the tolls they happen like you know, but you can like set like the, the temporal like GPS to like avoid. It adds okay. it adds like an extra like, you know, ten seconds to it, but I think it's you know, like I'll spend an extra ten seconds, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I mean like it's it's you, you pay for the convenience, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I yeah, I guess. Someone's gotta maintain the, you know, fabric of time. It's a uh, hey. It's, it's not going to mend itself. It's a finicky one. It's a finicky those, one, definitely. Those potholes. <laughs> yes, those temporal potholes. <laughs> it's my third favorite band. Temporal pothole. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, th- this was one of our co- like uh, like it's uh, hey th- this started in a weird spot, but we got to just a nice calm intro. Yeah. And, and uh, we got a fun episode planned, I think. Yeah, we haven't uh, dipped into, you know, f- I took a foray into this uh, land for quite some time. It's true. But they just launched a cool uh, 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 role-playing game uh, based off this universe. It's one that I love. It's one that Griffin oh. loves. And uh, I'm excited to dip back. So we're going back to the Avatar Last Airbender uh, yeah. uh, 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 universe. We're going to look at some fun hybrid, hybrid friends and uh, see what's happening. If you haven't watched Avatar The Last Airbender and or Legend of Korra, get, get on you, it. Do yourself a legitimate favor and like watch this They're show. They're both on ne- on the Netflix, I believe, at the moment. I, so. I believe so. Um, but we're all the all the creatures in this world are these fun hybrid animals and it's just it's just fun. Yeah. It's just It's just fun. It's good. It's heartwarming. It's funny. It, 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 it's got that action, though. Like, it's, it's got good. everything. So, uh, let's get to it, shall we? Yeah. Fucking, uh, fucking dive in, bro. Uh, the first critter on our uh, list today are our good friends, the Badger Moles. Badger Moles. The big bad Badger Moles. Badger Moles are, well, they're part badger and they're part mole. Yeah. I mean, it... <laughs> It does what it says on the tin. Uh, yeah. uh, they are an Earth Kingdom native creature. They are uh, enormous blind mammals, primarily subterranean creatures. Uh, badger moles have a fun place in sort of the Avatar bestiary, as they are the first creatures to master the art of earthbending, and mm-hmm. they were the original instructors from which humans first learned the art of earthbending. Hell yeah. So it's a cool thing because, like, uh, Toph, you know, Toph is the cool blind earthbender. Toph Beifong, yeah. And these guys, these little friends, are are blind earthbenders. That's that's where she where she learned it from. They found they they were able to sense the vibrations of the earth through the stone. You, it's funny because you went a little bo- uh, the bolder. I there. did go a little the bolder. <laughs> the boulder. Uh, Boulder, uh, boulder moles. <laughs> the boulder moles. <laughs> the badger boulders are enormous in size and have brown fur with one white stripe between two black stripes running down their backs and white mask-like patches on their faces. They have long tails and five long claws on each paw. Badger moles use their noses and sensitive whiskers to inspect objects in front of them. Although they have vestigial eyes, evolutionary leftovers from long-forgotten times where they lived above ground, badger moles are more or less blind. Their earthbending abilities allow them to feel the presence of their surroundings in recompense. Fuck yeah. They're just, uh, they're just too big. And they're, they're big. Like, the, the little uh, screenshot from the show here is, like, two people 
you know, riding on top of a badger mole, and they are tiny in comparison. Two blind moles. Two blind moles. See how they bend. See how they bend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, badger moles use their tongues to lick. In Well, yeah, what else would you use your tongue for? Or what else would you lick with? I suppose, yeah. I'm just saying, they use their tongues to lick is kind of redundant. Uh, yeah. Badger moles use their tongues to lick in order to show their affection. Uh, an action scene when Toph Bei Fong first met them. They enjoy hearing music, which seems to put them in an almost tranquil state in which one can get them to do nearly anything. Badger moles used earthbending to form tunnels and travel underground, where they live and hunt prey, such as wolf bats. Ooh. Uh, when fully and properly tamed, badger moles can be used as beasts of burden, perform tasks such as paving pathways or clearing stone debris, such as during the Earth Rumble tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Earth, yeah, look, these little these little earth bending. Oh, no, they're not little. These these little. these big earth bending boys. Uh, they're great. I love the whole mythos in uh, uh of when they taught uh, uh people to earth bend for the first time in the uh, uh, these in the uh, uh renowned secret tunnel episode. Secret tunnel. Exactly. Through the mountain. Because they get they get lost in the in the spooky tunnels that are secret, of course. Secret, secret tunnel that goes underneath uh, Omashu, mm-hmm. and uh, and then yeah, they get they, they find the they they just ride those bad boys out of there. I believe. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they resemble a cross between an American badger and the common mole. Uh, the facial coloring and the white back stripe of the badger mole resembles the badger, whereas the claws, tail, and eyes are indicative of the moles. Both animals are among the best diggers in the animal kingdom. Badgers are powerful diggers that can tear through the toughest earth, and moles, also quick diggers, almost swim through the earth. They, 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 they wax on, wax off the ground. It's great. Badger moles are the only original animal benders that aren't known to be a companion to an avatar. Oh, yeah. Huh. Because Roku had a dragon and Aang had a oh, flying bison. Yeah. Huh. Neat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, speaking were... of the boulder, Zach, okay. the boulder had a tattoo of a purple badger mole on his back. Huh. The boulder. Okay. I mean, respect. Respect your roots, the boulder. Yeah. Apparently in Legend of Korra, they're a pro benting team. The bossing say uh, badger moles. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how all the pro bending teams did that. Yeah. Like in that uh, uh, that f- comparison to modern day sports yeah. teams, where they're it's, often ref- uh, it's the fire ferrets. <laughs> Future Industries fire ferrets. I think I did that the last time we did an Avatar episode because we, we, we know, yeah because it was whatever one we did the fire ferret in. Let me put it this way: I think I did it. Both previous episodes. Hey, it, hey it, it's been a bit. So you know what? It's, it's one of my favorite impressions to do. It's a good one. Yeah. Previously on Legend of Korra. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, the badger moles are very, very cool. Big earthbending friends. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's the, the, the easy uh, uh, game here is, uh, you know, uh, helping with construction work. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, you're going to be able to get that foundation set up nice and simple. Within moments where, like, previously it t- took people a while. You got to dig, and then you got to level stuff, and you got to pour concrete, and things do it. can just... Yeah, and then it's done. 
I'm imagining like a like a kind of small hole in the wall dojo. Okay. Like, you know, in like a imagine like a New York City street and it's in between like a bodega and a deli. Is it actually like, like through a hole in the wall? I mean, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I've, I've, I've always wondered where that phrase comes from. A hole in the wall yeah. kind of place. Um, I mean, I can make an educated guess, but yeah, I don't know. An, I don't have like a firm answer. Yeah, I love the hole in the wall, and I also love rusty spoon. Yeah, like <laughs> I, a rusty like or, or or a greasy spoon. Sorry, it's a greasy spoon. That's that 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 not rusty spoon. It's a greasy spoon. You're right. Which is not much. It's better. It's not much better at all. <laughs> Because, like, I definitely don't want to put a rusty spoon in my mouth. No but, one does. Like, but, like, if you took a spoon and just rubbed it a bunt on a, you know, a big pan of bacon grease, like, I don't think I'd want to put that in my mouth either. Yeah? Like, more so than a rusty spoon, but not much more. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I just got my tetanus shot. I should be fine, right, with the rusty spoon? Well, yeah, but, like, ew. Locked jaw's a myth, right? Right? <laughs> Right, no, <laughs> but anyway, a, a badger mole little dojo with like an old ass badger mole. Oh hell yeah! Just like this, like little tiny unknown, you know, no sign out front. Like you just got to know about it. You got to yeah. know a person who knows knows a person. Yeah, that's how you get your entry. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the you know badger dojo. Hell yes. Uh, but like that that little dojo, and like. You know, the, like, kind of the street kid who's, you know, trying to, trying to survive and, and you know, make, make, make enough scratch for their family. And it's like, gets, gets, gets their money taken. And then the, the old kindly badger mole, like, takes pity on the street kid and gets him a sandwich from the deli. Desperate. Like, can you teach me how to fight? I was going to say and that, And yeah. badger mole's like, it's not about fighting. And then closes the door. And then the street kid's got to figure out what it's all about, you know? Yeah, Karate Kid, but uh, Mr. Miyagi is a talking badger mole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like Bender Boy. <laughs> Bender Boy. <laughs> that sounds like the movie, like if Bender from Futurama like got his own show, but it was about him growing up. Bender Boy? Yeah, it's Bender Boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's all I got on badger moles. Hell yeah, bro. They're great. They are. They're, they are. They're they're big. They're floofy. They're real cute. Like aside from just being you know hulkingly large, like they're actually pretty cute. Yeah. So very cute. I'm fucking here for it. Are we yeah. are, are we ready for what's next? Yeah, I think so. All right. Okay. 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 Uh, I've got to find it on the list. There we go. So up next, we've got um, this. I believe was another uh, a pro bending team was named after these cats. Uh, literally. Because uh, it's a tiger dillo. God damn it! <laughs> as a tiger na- dillo. Yeah, a- a- as the name would suggest, the tiger dillo is a large mm-hmm. and extremely dangerous animal that inhabits the Earth Kingdom. Apparently, the bossing uh, Zoo had one of these animals in captivity. Uh, but, oh yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, and and when when Ang decided to let all those animals out and just let them run through Bossing Say for a bit. Yeah, because that was that was a great. Wise choice. Uh, so yeah, so it's a tiger. It's an armadillo. Uh, <laughs> the fur on the lower part of a tiger dillo's face is white, along with its feet. The tiger dillo's main trunk 
and the upper parts of its legs are covered by shaggy brown hair. Its back mm. is topped by an armadillo-like segmented carapace, which extends to cover the top of its head. It also has a hairless armadillo-like tail. Its body structure allows the tigerdillo to curl up into an armored ball when startled, much like the three-banded armadillo. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, you, and you like an armadillo. I do like an armadillo, but pangolin specifically. Oh, that's right. You're a pangolin. Guy. I am. a Yeah, you got me art. I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I do love a good pangolin. They're real cute. <laughs> Uh, be- their behavior. This creature possesses a paradoxical behavior, switching from a highly aggressive tendency to a cowardly attitude. It is common for a tigerdilla to race towards moving objects with claws and teeth bared, only to curl uh, up into a tight ball at the first sign of counteraggression. <laughs> consequently, that rules. Consequently, they are abnormally prone to being run over, and carcasses oh. can be found on the side of many major roads. Come on. <laughs> Why did they have to add that in there? What's the fucking footnote on that from? Uh, it, from older Avatar The Last Airbender official website. Encyclopedia now broken, archived on the lost lore of Avatar Aang. Are you serious? Oh my god. <laughs> and then, yeah, the uh, the pro-bending team was the Golden Temple Tiger Dillos. Yes, that's what it was. Beautiful. These yeah. guys look. These are real derpy in the yeah, face. They are. They're, they they look like. I mean, like you know, granted, that was a cartoon already, but like I'm sure, like these things are just kind of like, oh hey bro, <laughs> I'm gonna try to rip your head off now. Hi, <laughs> I'm running at you. Here are the claws. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay if I come out now? Okay, dude. Yeah, I can imagine, you know, full tiger yeah. gallop, essentially, charging toward uh, uh, some prey or something, and then it growls and turns and responds, and it just, like, it skids on the brakes. Yeah. And just... Oh, so, like, how do you think, like, you know, like, we're, we're big fans of the game Rocket League. Yes. How, like, imagine Rocket League, but... The Tiger Dillo is both the car and the ball. So it's... You gotta get your own body into the other team's goal. <laughs> oh, so there's not... So there's not two Tiger Dillos on each team hitting a fifth Tiger Dillo around. No, it's... It's... they Like, you, you, you go running and you try to just fucking throw yourself into their goal, but they sit there and fucking ball into you and knock you out of the way so it's this weird like football tackle game it's like it's, tiger dillo rugby yeah but they're the ball <laughs> as well as the player i don't know how i feel about that just from a rules standpoint i mean it would. It, i feel like that'd be really difficult to police i mean eh maybe be, like what if there was like one tiger dillo per t- and that's the same thing as having a ball though I was going to say, what if you had, like, one Tiger Dillo tapped per team that was, like, if this Tiger Dillo gets across the line... I mean, like, point, that's possible. I can, that, that's that's just the same thing as having a ball at that point. You just have two balls on the field. I mean, yeah, but that ball can still run and shit. It's just, I guess it's it's just the rest of the team is blocking for that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets, you gets, it gets randomly alternated. Yeah. Yeah. There's a headband okay. involved, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> A laminated sticker? I don't know. Mm, there we go. It's just a big kick me sign. 
Yeah, they just they slap, you know, trade it off. No, I love that. It's very good. Yeah, they they can get cool trick moves where like one of them sort of like goes like like was it upward dog when mm-hmm. and it makes like a ramp and the other one comes running and like fucking Sonic's Ooh. off and hits the, hits the ramp and goes flying. Spin dash. Oh yeah, love that. I'm here love for your, love that energy. I'm here for this Tiger Dillo uh, Tiger Dillo full contact sport. I think Tiger Dillos would actually make legitimately good pets. I think so. Yeah, like they seem like the type of like like the like the lap dog that is like mm. like real like thinks it's big shit. But then you're like, eh, and they're like, okay, because there's a lot of like there's videos and you know UTP upon this plane that I've seen of you know a tiger like a real tiger yeah. being in captivity. Uh, and, like, meeting the person who, like, rescued it and raised it, mm-hmm. like, in its, as it was, a, when it was a cub, yeah. uh, and, like, seeing them again being full-grown, and it being, like, years later, and just the gigantic kitty paws that, like, come down on them, and you know that there's big-ass claws in them murder mittens, yeah. but they're friendly because yeah. they love you. So yeah, you know, if you meet a nice a nice wee tiger dillo, you know, you guys become friends. Fuck yeah, dude. And just be a and maybe it's just cuz of the derpy face cuz like I can't they, get over the They derpy they face. do kind of have a big friendly face. Like they really do. Like the picture they have here like they're like not even like teeths are hanging out. Like it's just a mm-hmm. big derpy boy. Like it looks like it could be toothless. It just kind of goes, "Why, hello." <laughs> Like this is this is a mascot of something, like a like like a like a you know like a like a like a breakfast cereal. Oh yeah, Ter- Terry the Tiger Dillo. Mm-hmm. They're all right. <laughs> I wasn't gonna make that joke, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> That's the way it goes. <laughs> it's all about the tone. You can say anything, and the- can they? Tra- can you? Hmm, can you trademark a tone? No, I don't think so. Because, like, if I say, it's awesome, you know what I'm referencing. Yeah, exactly. Even though the words are completely different. Yeah, that's parody. I'm just, yeah, I was like, could, like, are we ever going to reach a a, a point in, like, artistic discourse and and patent law that someone can can, can, uh, 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 trademark the delivery of something? Um, I, I would totally. I would say if Weird Al can have the the career that he's had, we can get away with going. That's how it goes. <laughs> this is more of just a thought experiment. Really. Yeah, no, because uh, uh, parody I think is is fair use. So mm-hmm. for now, for, for now. <sighs> but yeah, yeah. A big tiger, a big, big tiger dillo just curling up into bed with you. Yeah. It rolls up, and yeah, it's like, oh, man, I really need some, some lumbar here, and it just kind of, like, nuzzles behind you, and you're like, oh, thanks for the support, friend. Or it's like, ooh, my tummy really hurts, and it just rolls up and acts like like a big, like, heating pad. Oh, tummy. oh that's nice. <laughs> trying to think of the what. The outside of the shell is not furry, is it? Yeah, no, it's, I would assume it's got the same sort of rough, hewn yeah. texture. So it'd be, like, probably really warm when they roll up. I mean, for the curl, up, curl I don't, up, I don't know if the, the I don't, inside. yeah, oh, yeah, they would definitely be very warm. I don't know how warm the exterior. Yeah, would that's what be I'm saying. 
Yeah, they would they would get really warm. Yeah, and then and then, and then you unroll them, and then there you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to crack open a tiger dillo on a cold day and see the steam rise. <laughs> it's like opening up the hood of your car yeah. when it's having trouble. <sighs> so maybe tiger dillos are more like you know northern hemisphere, well, like you know extreme polar pets. Maybe. Like a husky. Like, you don't want to get a husky when you live in Florida. Oh, definitely not. I mean, they're from, the, what, the Earth Kingdom. They seem to have, like, pretty mild climes. Yeah, kind of pr- pretty temperate. Pretty temperate. I would say pretty comparable to uh, 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 our parts of the U.S. I feel like they've got a, got a summer, got a winter. Mm-hmm. Granted, they also have a small... Uh, I would assume their, their planet is a lot smaller than ours is, because their Earth... I mean, allegedly. Yeah, I mean... Oh man! I think yeah, yeah. about this planet. It's got to be smaller. Like they got from the North Pole to the South Pole, like just way too quick. <laughs> they, tra- they they travel that planet way too fast. There's they no- had a flying bison sack. I mean, yeah, but that thing that flying bison sack gonna fly at like the five hundred miles per hour that like a modern plane flies at, and like yeah. flying from Detroit to Vegas was a four hour flight. Yeah, all right. I see your point. So that would take a bit. Then they jump too high. You know what I mean? Like they're gra- like if it's a smaller plant, it's got a smaller gravitational pulls. So that's probably why they jump so high, right? Ooh, right. Science. Ooh. Anime jumping is just lower gravity. Well, I mean, it depends on the anime, because like I mean, like a lot of animes are just set in like modern day Japan and stuff. And so it's like jumping oh, in this anime ju- is just low gravity. Th- that would make sense. Or everyone is a secret airbender. Everyone's got a everyone's got a little bit of airbending in them. They do have mad hops. I they, say. Everyone's got mad hops in that show. It's ludicrous, except for Sokka. Sokka can never jump super high, <laughs> no matter how <laughs> hard he tries. It's a bender thing. Yeah, he 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 tries to no because uh, uh, do you see that bullshit that um that Suki pulls when they're in the in the That's boiling rock fair. when she like free climbs a steel wall and like <laughs> flips up, catches her feet on a on a bar, and then does like another flip up to a balcony. Like she she also defies the gravity. I think it's just a Sokka thing. I think it's just a Sokka thing. All right. If you haven't watched the show, watch the show. It's very good. <laughs> Tiger Dillos. Tiger Dillos. I think that's uh, that's going to be good. They are. I think so. Would you like an advertisement? I would I would be a big fan of an advertisement. Adver- Which advertisement would you like? An advertisement. Um, surprise us. Daddy has many advertisements. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> hey, Daddy Griffin... Hi, I'm Brand Daddy. Mm, hate that. Yeah. Let's cut to a break. Uh, but, <laughs> yep. Are you ready for the world's most prolific bard, bringing you a collection of the Kindleland's greatest hits? Zafir Shenastilia sings the hits with such classics as Morty's Mom. Marty's mom has got it going on. She's all I want, and I've waited for so long. Marty can't you Jackson's see? girl. You know I wish that I had Jackson's girl. I wish that I had Jackson's girl. 
Where can I find a wizard like that? The pride and joy of the final flight. From planes watch to bulwark, everyone knows a fear. Start spreading the news. Classics for now, classics for then, classics forever. I want to be a part of it. Bulwark, bulwark. Step into a realm of melodic marvels with the man of many faces. Planted by our shiny boy. He's Jackson Silver and his sight is not a toy. Blinded by our shiny boy. He's Jackson Silver. There's never been a musical collection like this until now. Get inspired. You need some help with that. Bardic inspiration. Going to give you help with that. Bardic inspiration. I Call 1-800-PET-SHOP and order your copy today for four easy payments of 25 gold each. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Zafir Shenastiliath sings the hits. Toss a coin to your shifter, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your shifter, oh valley of plenty. All right, so Griffiths or something you want to say to the nice people at home? Um, I don't really think that uh, this is the right avenue for the, like you're kind of putting me on the spot. Here, yeah, so I, 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 but I, I, th- I think that they they deserve to come on, c- come on, come on, Griff, do what's right here. I'm sorry for saying that I was brand daddy, and that I'm was sure. a that was a yucky joke. Hey, um, hey, Griff! Thank you. I, I, I think I speak for everyone. I say thank you for apologizing. I'm sorry to our listeners and our fans and my friends and my family and God. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. God's not listening anyway. <laughs> Was it the the drama? Like God can't hear you. <laughs> oh, Anywho, what man. we got next, Griff? Oh, we got a good palate cleanser for my terrible bullshit. We've got turtle ducks. Turtle ducks? Half turtle, half duck. Can you believe it? Two Uh, turtle ducks. (laughs) (laughs) We need to figure out that hymnal if someone hasn't already. And an ostrich horse in a pear tree. Oh, goodness. Uh, Turtle ducks are basically just ducks with turtle shells. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yep. They have a duck's head, neck, and tail, but the body, shell, and legs are of a turtle. Oh, yeah, the legs those are pretty. Du- those are well, depending on what picture you look at, because like there's a the one that yeah, it's just a it's just a duck with a turtle back. But those mm-hmm. those are pretty turtle like legs on that one. Like there's one kind of I think maybe graphic novel picture here where it has very duck like legs like the webbed feet mm-hmm. but then there's a more like 3D rendered one where it has like the the turtle feet with sort of the like scales and the like sharper mm-hmm. uh, sort of claw a little bit like uh, feet. Yeah. The one even like it, it switches whether or not it has wings. Because the one that's got wings on it, and then the oh, one below right. it, it's got it's just it's got four turtle uh, turtle legs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Let me see here. 
Let's let's read. Um, most turtle. Du- uh, let's say most. Okay. Most turtle ducks have a duck's head, neck, and tail, but the body, shell, and legs of a turtle. Its neck, tail, and most of its head are a light brown or beige in color. A dark brown stripe runs from its bill back over its head. Its legs and unfeathered body are of the same shade of brown. Its shell is dark green, and its scaly underside is light green or off-white. Some turtle ducks lack scales on their underside and have wings. So, hmm. oh, yeah, it's, otherwise, it's, it's, these it's, animals are identical to the wingless turtle ducks. It, it says it here below that. I didn't read the caption. A young turtle duck belonging to a variant species showcasing its wings mm. and quacking. Quack. We just didn't, we just uh, didn't read, Griff. So some of them's got duck feet and wings. Some of them's got turtle hands and feathers. Do you think that the ones that have wings are like really cocky about it? Oh, probably. They're like, hey, hey, you, you guys, you guys are stuck to the ground, but guess what? Flip, 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 flip. I can, I can fly, bitch. I feel like they would be less, a little less able in the water then. So maybe the like. I mean, I would say just as able as a duck is. But I'm thinking that like the turtle ducks with the turtle hands are probably better swimmers than your average duck. Because your average duck, your nor- your normal UTP duck, you know, it's just got it's just got its two webbed feet that it's kicking with. But this here turtle duck's got four turtle hands yeah. to to paddle with. That's fair. That's fair. So maybe they're just like probably unlike a turtle, very fast in the water. Actually, turtles are pretty fast in the water. Turtles are far faster than we actually give them credit yeah. for. I think. I mean, yeah, you get them on land, and yeah, they take a bit. But like in the water, like they're pretty quick. But even still, I've seen a turtle like scamper on the ground surprisingly Especially quick. a snapping turtle. Those things are those, those, those things will get those you. Those things will get you, baby. You think there's a snapping variety of turtle ducks? Yo, that'd be rough. Like it's beast. And it's a it's a it's a duck head, but a like snapping turtle like mouth Maw. in the <laughs> that would look so weird. The blah, the blah. bills just kind of got like an the, the angled like bitey front <laughs> to it. Bah, 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 ah, ah. And then you get like the the big alligator snapping turtle, and you get an alligator snapping turtle duck, and that's just a mess. <laughs> a snapping turtle alligator duck. Yeah, you can just move all the different words around and create a different animal. Whoa. Uh, the turtle duck tends to be calm and gentle. However, if one is provoked or a mother's baby is endangered, it will attack the offender by pecking them with its sharp beak. The turtle ducks also flee from anything perceived as a threat. Yeah. As the name implies, this animal is a cross between a duck and a turtle. Duck is an umbrella term for the common waterfowl, which includes geese and swans. Hey, no, it's not. (laughs) I don't look at a goose and say, there goes a duck. (laughs) Hey, guy, that's not a thing. Yeah. I think I don't I, look at a flamingo and say, "Look at that pink duck." I, I think that the, the the writer means that that geese and swan fall into the category of waterfowl, not that they fall into the umbrella uh, uh, term of of duck. I like, but my but my bit's funnier. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, Uh, Turtles are ancient reptiles that have been around since the Triassic period, and there are two to three hundred species of turtles in existence today. The combination of two aquatic animals makes it a great swimmer. I wonder wonder if you get more variants. Like, if you you live more coastal, do you find, like, like 
pelican sea turtles. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, you know, different types of turtle. Like, you know, we were talking about the snapping turtle one. Like, mm-hmm. would, would you get like, you know, like a sea turtle sort of? The s- yeah. Version? The snap the snapping turtle goose. The snapping turtle goose. The um I can't think of other types of turtle at the moment. I, I mean, there's really only I got, like I got I mean, sea snapping and and regular. <laughs> <laughs> Galapagos. The Galapagos Flamingo Turtle. That would be a weird one. <laughs> oh, God. Sea <laughs> snapping and regular. <laughs> See, I mean, yeah. Hi, how do you want your turtle? Well, I guess turtles and turtles. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to McTurtle. How yeah. do you want your turtle? Turtles and tortoises are different, I, I suppose. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, you could have like a tortoise swan or something. Yeah. Uh, Dude, a tortoise swan would be ornery, because swans are jerks. <laughs> swans are real jerks. I mean, they are, though. Um, oh, goodness. This is a fun piece of trivia. Chef Jenny Dorsey initially proposed to include a turtle duck dish in the Avatar The Last Airbender cookbook, uh, official recipes from the Four Nations, but the idea was rejected by Nickelodeon out of fear that it could arouse opposition from PETA. I guess. I mean, I get it, but like, can I just say, fuck PETA? Real yeah, quick? yeah, they're uh, that's a they're a wreck. That PETA's just a bunch of idiots yeah. by and large. Huh. How do you take such an easy cause and fuck it up, PETA? Don't shear sheep; it's unnatural, bitch. Do you want them to suffer? Yeah, it'll be worse. There's don't a... milk cows. It's like, no, fucking milk the cow, you idiot. Yeah. In they the, need it in the same in the same way that like if if women are breastfeeding they need they they need to they need to get that they need to get it out of there they need to get it out of there it's like bees like they make the honey and they don't use it much like just take the fucking honey it's gonna help them space. They, they don't have they gotta clean the space out for them we're doing them a favor god fucking pita anyway uh turtle duck yeah there's a really cute picture of like a turtle duck boat. Oh, yeah. It's got Korosami in there. Look at them cuties. Those cuties. There was, there was in my childhood, um, at my local children's museum, out by the river, there was this uh, amphibious uh, vehicle uh, that was like a like a bus, mm-hmm. but it would it would go on the water, too. So oh. Part boat. So amphibious, a, amphibious vehicles, yeah. And it was called the Duck. The Duck? It was just called the duck. That's fun. Yeah. So I'm just that that seeing the vehicular turtle duck made me think of the 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 van or the uh, the bus boat, the, the duck. Gotta love a good bus boat. Love a good bus boat. I'm pretty sure I got to drive the duck at one point. Oh hell yeah! Like my grandma, like it was just the like me and my sister and my grandma. And did you drive the duck liked, to a dock? No, I'm pretty because I was probably like seven, so okay. I probably just got to like put my hands on the wheel oh, and be okay. like, "Look at me, I'm driving the duck," yeah, well, and not actually like you know put us and the other passengers in any sort of threat because I was a seven year old. Yeah, well, well, darn, approximately, you darn, you couldn't put the duck in the dock. I couldn't put the duck on the dock, um, but like I didn't also run the duck into the dock, and that would have been a disaster. Yeah, hickory dickory duck on the dock. The Griff didn't slam into the dock. We're proud of you. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to add? 
for turtle ducks. Uh, one last piece of trivia. Hit me with it. To be a quote-unquote sitting turtle duck is the avatar equivalent of being a sitting duck for us. Bolin used this term to refer to Korra's flat-footed stance while teaching her the pro-bending style of earthbending. Huh. Don't be a sitting turtle duck, Zach. I, I will do my best. Chase your dreams. Yeah. As the turtle ducks would. Also, can we talk about how the turtle duck has like excellent like eye makeup, it looks like, kind of. I like the, uh, this bit of trivia, if I may add one. Earth yeah. Queen uh, uh, Hao Ting uh, complained about one of the tapestries in her garden looking more like a turtle duck than the preferred eel swan. An eel swan, huh? Yeah. I'm going to see if I can find that cause just, just out of pure interest. I do love a sort of mishmash of, uh, you know, like... Ooh, what mag- sort of aquatic ma- creature and bird can we put things. together? Sorry? Maggot sw- uh, slugs, yeah. That's like largely the same thing. Yeah. That's just icky yuck. <laughs> icky, icky yuck, baby. Icky, icky yuck. Yeah, I'm not finding an eel swan. That's fine. I, I, I don't just, need to I, see I just wanted to know swan. what it looked like. Under their uses for turtle duck, it says entertainment, food, and pets. Yeah, there you go. Make a pets. See, I, 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 was, I also like I, I mostly like the entertainment part. Yeah. It makes me think of like a turtle duck circus or something. Yeah, they have a little organ grinder, but with a oh, turtle God. duck. Very cute. They would probably again, kind of like the uh, the tiger dillos. These would make pretty good pets. I think so. I mean, people keep turtles as pets somewhat regularly. UTP. I've people look uh, look at a uh, show friends. They kept a duck as a pet at one point. Who was this? Joey, in Friends. Oh, he had a. I, heard, I didn't hear. I heard. I don't know what I heard, but it wasn't that. Oh yeah, in Friends, Joey, he had a a, um, a duck and a chicken that he kept as pets at one oh. point. We have a we have a chicken at the institute. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's the chicken name? I forget honestly. I oh. think it's very. I think most of the animals there have like relatively mundane names. Bill. Um, like well. There's like a there's an owl whose name is Archie. Oh, that's pretty um, cute. Though. There's a pair of rats that are um, uh, Rosie and Rosalind. Oh, that's cute. I started watching yeah. this new. Uh, it's not. I don't know how new it is, but it's a show that I just found. It's on Disney Plus. It's called The Owl House. It's an uh, animated thing, uh, and one of the characters has a, a staff with a little wooden owl that sits on top, and it animates. Mm-hmm. And its name is Albert. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Albert. <laughs> Albert. Yeah, it's a good name. Uh, we got one more stop. Let's go. Well, let's go. One more stop. So these ones are kind of buck wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, have not. I I don't remember this creature from the show, I, I, and I, I haven't looked it up in advance. So I'm there, really excited. There's a clip here. I think it was from one of like the comics or graphic novels. Holy shit! This is the <laughs> flying fishopotamus. Oh my god. Uh, the flying fishopotamus is predominantly aquatic uh, animal, commonly sought out as a form of recreation. By common, this is how I know that Ang wrote this article because uh, do people regularly seek these things out, or is it just him? I, I, it, I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's see. The uses are recreation and transportation. All right. Anatomy: The flying fishopotamus is a relatively large beast with a large build, making it an idea a creature to mount or ride. The flying fishopotamus's dark plum exterior is primarily uniform in coloration. The dark cre- plum. <laughs> the creature's eyes are raised on the top of its large, flattish head. 
Moreover, it has small ears and slit-like nostrils uh, situated high up on the muzzle. So it, largely hippo so far. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the, the head and, and torso are very much hippo. Hippopotamus. But then it goes into long fish tail and instead of like front arms has like fish fiends. It's got the fl- it's literally got the flying fish like foldable yeah, if, yeah. wing fins. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, its round body is relatively hairless, apart from sparse bristles on the muzzle along along the body. The flying fish hippopotamus has a pair of relatively large fins on its upper body. These fins are unusually long and thin, yet they are able to support the creatures while it is in flight. The flying fish hippopotamus's lower body is lanky, resembling a fish in terms of appearance, and consists only of a long, sleek tail ending in two caudal fins. Flying fish hippopotamus. The flying uh, fish hippopotamus bears similarities to both of its namesakes. It is primarily an aquatic mammal, resembling the hippopotamus mm-hmm. more than the flying fish. That being, this is fair. That being said, a large portion of the body is fish-like. It also, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a. Fuck. What, the, what was the thought I was going to say, Zach? I don't know. It's like, oh, it's like a basically a hippopotamus mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, 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 this uh, uh, might. Uh, Wrap it up a little more for you. Also Ooh. bears a uh, resemblance to the manatee. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. This is evidenced by Ang, who successfully mounted a flying fish hippopotamus without sparking a hysteric recreation from it. <laughs> Sorry, reaction. Re- reaction was the word, not recreation. Despite their uh, apparent nature, the appearance of riding flying fish hippopotamuses uh, seems to trigger an adrenaline rush, as just the thought of riding a flying fish hippopotamus was able to trigger Ang's bending even while he was asleep. Huh. Flying fish hippopotamuses seem proficient in both flight and aquatic travel and show the ability to glide over water despite their size. Like a bumblebee. <laughs> Float like a flying fish hippopotamus. Wait, that's a butterfly. Float like a butterfly. Sting like a flying fish hippopotamus. There you go. Slap like a flying fish hippopotamus. Can you imagine getting slapped in the head? Oh, it would, be, it would be rough. It's just like a. It's like someone just took a very large wet T-shirt and just swapped you with it. While riding a flying fish hippopotamus, albeit in a dream sequence, Ang referred to the experience as a waterbending rodeo. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, these things are these things are fun. Like I mean, oh my God. like I would say like like aquariums that aren't shitty, like SeaWorld, like having like the mm-hmm. fun, like flipping through like some hoops and shit would be cool. What's the because so, in this little panel from the graphic novel, there's the little like motion lines yeah. suggesting that this thing was either bouncing off the water or diving under and then resurfacing shortly later. Yeah, shortly I, after. I, I, the, the lines I'm assuming it, it breached. Wait, maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It looks like it like it's skipping off the water. Yeah. What's that thing you showed me recently? The video of like the the weird like watercraft thing that let you like, oh the yeah thing? yeah the 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 boat that you can you can breach and and jump out of the water and then go back underneath for a little bit. Those yeah, things are, it, those things are crazy cool. It reminds me of that. Yeah, just like because um, it also has the possibility of just bouncing off the surface of the water like a bouncy ball yeah it's got that 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 slick porpoise shape it do have that it, it do be slick well i'm th- I was sitting here thinking about you know that it mentioned a manatee you know what i realized recently that night mm. never occurred to me i've been listening to um taming the elements it's the new avatar the last airbender show it's hosted by janet varney and dante bosco yeah that's the one yeah it's the one uh they had brian Canesco and uh uh, uh 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 michael DiMartino on the creators of the show 
Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, uh, Sky Bison is part Bison, also part manatee. That's like the the really? other. That's the other half of it. I mean, like if you like look at a manatee swim, you go, oh, yeah, because <laughs> we talked about Sky Bison on this show. Yeah, in the last Avatar, in one of the Avatar. Apps, yeah, and I don't remember that. Yeah, apparently, part manatee. All right. I'm here for it. Yeah, like it makes sense. I mean, they definitely got that that bison shape, but like, yeah. Dugong, Dugong, <laughs> it's the cow of the sea. Dugong, oh yeah, Dugong. the flying bison also is a hybrid between a bison and a yeah, between a bison and a manatee. All right, there you go. What's the thing? Yeah, so manatees. Now, sadly, I don't think these things would make great pets. I mean. Like, like hi- hippos alone, hip- UTP hippos. I don't know. Oh about yeah, you, they, they, yeah, they're they're awful. I don't know what I would need. I don't know where I would need to be in my life to take care of a hippo properly. I mean, a hip- hippos kill a lot of folks. Yeah, hippos is a uh, hippos is rough. Hippos got giant mouths with big just fists for teeth. Yeah. And they're gonna chew and punch you to death with their fist teeth. I mean, teeth. but like. Like, have you seen the movie Free Willy? Yeah, I mean, like that's a killer whale, you know. <laughs> and that that kid that kid was down to hang out with with Willy. I mean, a, a killer whale's kind of a misnomer, I think. Have you, dude? They they brutalize things often. <laughs> have you ever All seen right. seen a video of like one like a seals like on the beach and a killer whale just kind of comes cruising in, beaches itself. <laughs> eats the seal at one shop and then just fucking like bounces back out like they're kind of ruthless i i guess but like i don't know uh, yeah uh, yeah yeah i mean okay. like I, i'm just saying like you could switch out like a flying you know, fishopotamus you know, for uh, yeah. a, a orca and free willy and like, like you, i'm you looking gotta, at i'm looking at orca pictures they do got them teeth they got them teeth and yeah they they eat like full seals often <laughs> <laughs> often with like without them even noticing like there'll be a whole bunch of seals <laughs> on the shore and then just like wham a uh, whale's there and why is it called a killer whale dolphins and whales are closely related orcas were given the name killer whale by ancient sailors observations of groups of orcas hunting and preying on larger whale species yeah they're rough man <laughs> or called orcas uh, Assassina Balanas, or whale killer, a term that was eventually flipped around to the easier killer, killer whale. whale. Yeah, no, they's uh, they so they f- okay. They're a bunch All of right. rowdy boys. Like, <laughs> some rabble rousing dude. There's some rabble rousing rowdy boys. Like, so yeah, a flying fishopotamus with the big fist hippo teeth and the death tail and the little and the ability of flight. Like, can you imagine? I'm picturing a flying hip, a flying fishopotamus shooting up out of the water, flying fish style, and then full on people's elbow skydiving down onto a seal and just under pure body weight, just crushing it to death. See, uh, I'm imagining the you know the 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 ending scene to Free Willy, but with a flying fishopotamus when like the evil oil CEO <laughs> is like you know like it looks like uh, 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 Willy has gotten for you know he's like go- gone for good. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, you are gonna make me so much money. Yeah. 
Uh, but then suddenly the flying fishopotamus is just like mouth open, flying in the air at this dude like, I'm about to eat you, kid. Uh, <laughs> and then the guy's just gone. <sighs> yeah. He just like, the frame doesn't move. The flying fishopotamus just flies through frame, takes the guy with him. Well, no, uh, worse, it just takes his torso, so his legs had that moment <laughs> where the legs are just standing there still for a second, and no. then they fall. No. That's right, this movie ain't for kids. It's like, it's R-rated, and it really doesn't show anything R-rated until that last moment at the end. When you, see a, like, when you see a person get halved. Mm-hmm. Like, bisected the bad way. Uh, well, okay, they're both bad. Never mind. I would say getting bisected the other way would be worse. No, even worse, getting bisected. Like if you were looking at me, but like I'm looking at you in profile and bisecting oh. you vertically that direction. So, oh, the, so, so this way. So the front of you and the back of you are, are, are cut down the middle. <laughs> icky, icky. Let's stop. <laughs> That's fair. Too icky. That's fair. Oh, what a fine blade you'd need. <laughs> Wielded by the flying fishopotamus. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh shit. no! And, yeah. Flying fishopotamus samurai flick. Well, it, it, it's if uh, instead of the hippopotamus, it's part um, what the killer cow from uh, the, oh. the, the from uh, Tome of Horrors from Tome of Horrors. <laughs> yeah, the fucking cow with a katana. <laughs> I yeah, like it's the you know the 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 kind of traditional uh, uh, thing of. You know, the sheathed sword, and then the, like, quick movement of motion, and the, all you're seeing is the sword, like, slowly going back into its sheath, yeah. and then someone, like, you know, Starts falls to in, in half. half. Yeah. I want that with the flying fishopotamus, it just breaches up out of the water, and it's just, and then it crashes back down to the water. And you just the see the, gl- the, gl- the glint of sun off steel. Mm-hmm. Briefly, it's the last thing you'll ever see. Yeah. From the flying fishopotamus. That's now samurai. that's now canon. All flying fishopotamus have katanas with them. <laughs> it's the coming of age that, ceremony. That's the that that's my next um, first uh, uh, player in um, Super Fight. If we ever play again, a flying fishopotamus. It's, flying, it's a flying fishopotamus wielding a katana. Yeah, you'll need, you'll need one more modifier. Um, drawn his, at random. His dad also has a katana. Oh no. <laughs> His dad is there with the same modifiers, and then I'll have a a, a, a turtle duck, uh, but there's set, but there's twenty of them, and they all have silly string. Oh uh, yeah, I, I think mine's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know; those turtle duck shells are pretty pretty hardy. They are pretty hardy, yeah. Also. The hippopotamus. I'm not. I'm not going to get into the hippopotamus and their their the the pounds per square inch of pressure their jaws can apply. <laughs> but it's a lot. Anywho, Anywho. Uh, yeah, I think that's flying fishopotamus. I think so. That's a that's going to wrap it up. I think. I think that's that that's that's an app. Farewell, Avatar. Farewell, um, Avatar. Until we meet I think, again. I think by the time this episode comes out, this Avatar TTRPG. Uh, is still in Kickstarter. Um, and this is not an official sponsorship or endorsement or anything like that. We're just fans of the show. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I want to get my hands on this game. I want to so. bend. I'd love to bend. I could bend. <laughs> bro, do you bend? Bro, but, hey, bro, you want to bend later? Hey, how, uh, bro, how did you bend? Bro, I can bend. 
How much do you bend? Oh man, I bend about three hundred. Yeah. You bend like three. Damn, son, I'm only bending like like two sixty, two seventy. Y'all, hey, it's just perseverance and love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you enjoyed our show, definitely check out all the other shows on the Ghostlight Media Network. And if you want to consider supporting us in a more uh, tangible way, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. Uh, there's a ton of great uh, benefits for you for supporting us for the show. Um, private Discord server, exclusive merchandise, uh, exclusive content, things like that. Awesome, yeah, uh, and uh, if you want to hear anything specific on uh, on the show, uh, definitely hit us up on uh, the Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. Uh, we love to uh, just just spend a whole episode just really slogging through some stuff <laughs> that maybe you could use in a D for like a character or mm-hmm. perhaps something that uh, you just you feel is underrated and needs to be talked about. Yeah, I want a Dear Sally style letter yeah. in my inbox. Oh, please and thank you. Um, I do want to say a, a, a quick special shout out to one of our patrons, um, my friend uh, Nathan N, uh, who just had uh, his first baby. Oh, Nathan N! Um, as of as of yesterday, I've been getting updates on our Discord all day. That's exciting. Um, so congratulations, Nathan uh, Mazeltov. That's not right. L'chaim. I don't know. (laughs) But just a special shout out to you there, my friend. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, We love you. And uh, we'll catch you with another episode in two weeks. So I've been Griffin. I've been Zach. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day. Waterbending. Oh, my God. You fucking get. I like to ruin things. Say the line. It's all about love. Thank you all for listening to episode 71 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and the phenomenal people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Joel, Carlin, and Everett, for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Nicole Voice on Twitter. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then... That Avatar game seems pretty cool. Man, I really didn't prepare anything this time. Um, Join me in my awkwardness. Farewell. I love you. I'm Brand Daddy. Bye. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.